Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome back to Martha Norwalk's Animal World. I know, it doesn't sound like Martha. I'm not. I'm, my name is Kevin McDonald, and we're here on the last Sunday of the month, Kathy and I. Kathy, what do you think so far? So far, so good. Yeah, this is our first time amazing. together. What do you think? I know, this is a great show. We, I, even if we do say so ourselves. Yeah. I'd kind of like to hear feedback from our listeners, too, at you, some point. Yeah, if you want to give us a call, you can, uh, just to say hello and welcome to Seattle Airways, 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. I'm very excited. Now, this particular guest that we have and this author that we have booked for the next hour, we uh, um, this is kind of a selfish pleasure for me because this is, uh, this is a uh, program and, and several books that I have been aware of since like 1999 and um it started with a book called uh, uh journey of souls now let me explain how i ran into that book i was told by a friend of mine because i had questions about various things about life after death and and things and i you know of a spiritual nature and i was just kind of curious about a bunch of different stuff and he said you know what you need to do i said no what he said you need to go to a metaphysical bookstore and I want you to buy the first book that jumps off the shelf and talks to you. And that book was Journey of Souls. Let me explain what Journey of Souls is about. It is, it is about life after death. It is about Dr. Dr. Michael Newton, who has sadly passed on now, but he had, uh, he was a hypnotherapist and through his hypnotherapy, he would help people with things like, uh, smoking and that sort of thing. Well, one day he was doing a hypnotherapy session with a man who had, who complained that he had pain on his right side and it was a sharp pain and it had been there forever and for like his whole life. So Dr. Newton, who had never done past life regression and was not a, and was more of an agnostic than he was anything else, um, didn't necessarily believe in, in, in the afterlife or God or anything else. Um, but, and our guest is going to correct me if I do get any of this wrong, she'll be on in just a second. But, um, um, so she, he took this gentleman back to his childhood and somehow made the leap to a past life where he was in world war one. And he, on the day he died in world war one, he was stabbed in that particular spot with a bayonet. Dr. Newton did the research, found out that it was. Uh, there was an actual battle that this gentleman was part of and he actually got the name and the, and the insignia, right. And that his, and so he could verify that that individual came from world war one and, uh, in a, in a previous life. And so what he, so he continued to do research and, and continued to do research. And uh, a young lady came to him and said, uh, that she didn't understand anything about this life because she was very lonely and she even though she had friends she was still very lonely 
So she apparently could go into hypnosis quite easily and went very deep. And uh, uh, Ann, who's gonna, Ann Clark, who's going to be with us in just a sec, will tell us how deep you have to go to get to, uh, to, to have these experiences. But she went very deep into hypnosis, and uh, she made the leap to the other side where we reside when we aren't here. That's, and most people would call that home, and they're just visiting here. And the reason that she was lonely was she missed her soul family and all the people that, she, that were around her there. And so when I found out about Dr. Newton and his work and read that book, Red Destiny of Souls, the next book to come out that, uh, um, um, that I'm very excited about, is, and it came out just now on December 8th, and it's called Wisdom of Souls, and one of the authors is on the line with us, and her name is Ann Clark. Ann, good afternoon. How are you? I hope I didn't slaughter that story too badly. You did a very good job. Thank you. Very good. So you are with the Newton Institute because what he did is he then uh, uh, developed this uh, program based upon the hypnosis work that he did with literally thousands of people. And they all come across with the same basic story. Isn't that correct? That's right. He did about 7,000 cases. And as of uh, now, we have done 55,000 life between life sessions across the globe and there are people uh, hypnotherapists all over the world and if you go to the, the newton institute site you can find a hypnotherapist in your geographical area if that is something that you would choose to do to go find out what your life purpose is and what happens on the other side and how it's all set up for you uh it really is quite intriguing in and it gave me, when I read your books or when I read Dr. Newton's books, it gave me a real positive, a positive feeling about what the future holds for all of us. And it's not anti-religion and it's not anti-God. So uh, I want to make that clear as well, correct? Yes, that's correct. Uh, yes. Uh, what he discovered was that when we die, it's not the end. We go on living consciousness survives and what he discovered is that we are actually souls here living on earth having a human experience so we can learn and evolve spiritually and through the self-improvement process of reincarnation we can return to earth repeatedly to learn additional lessons on, on a journey to eventual enlightenment of souls so after our death in each lifetime we return to our spiritual home. We consolidate the learning we've achieved in that life. And when we're ready, we plan our next lifetime on Earth to continue our learning and evolution as souls. And we have the help of guides, our soul family, and other wise beings to arrange the relationships, experiences, and events that will help us continue our learning in our current life which is gaining the experiences that we set out to gain before we got here. Yes, we planned them before we were born. And also the people that are in our lives. Yes, we chose other souls to serve to play roles in each life, and we've ourselves played many roles in different lives that we've lived. 
Absolutely. Uh, however, once we're born into our new lifetime, we forget all the plans that we've made. Uh, we agree to this spiritual amnesia so that we can fully engage in life on Earth. Well, it, and thus, when the experiences that we plan come up, we don't remember that we planned them. And they now appear as problems, not as opportunities for learning. Uh, we have guidance available to us as we live our lives on Earth. But many of us come to see our current life situation as all there is, and we're blind to this source of assistance. Right. Right. How, and through hypnosis and through the work that you do, you can help somebody kind of reconnect with themselves, can't you? That's right. Dr. Uh, Michael Newton uh, mapped out what the, what the spiritual realm, our soul home, is like. And he devised a method using hypnotherapy to allow individuals to visit this realm. And uh, they do go uh, a little deeper than they would for a typical hypnosis session, but their uh, people are, are completely awake during a session, and they can remember most of it. Uh, we usually record the sessions so that they'll be able to listen to it again afterwards. And, the, and these sessions take as long as three, four, five, six hours, don't they? Yes. The average session is probably about four and a half to five hours. And <laughs> how, do you, how do you keep them from falling asleep? Well, once we have the uh, client in the proper state of hypnosis, it's fairly easy to maintain that. Oh, very good. That that sounds exhausting for everyone involved. How <laughs> how do your clients um react? What what kind of what kind of things do you experience or see when hypnotizing your clients? Are they happy? Are, uh, are they Well, we've we've just been doing um I I'm the former director of research for the Newton Institute and We've just, uh, we're in the process of doing a study to find out exactly how they react afterwards. But during this session, they are in an altered state. If you can think about what it feels like when you're daydreaming, it seems like you've been off someplace and suddenly you're back once you come back to full consciousness. It is like that, only a little bit deeper. And what we find is after the clients have finished a session, uh, they feel elated, joyful, because of the experiences they've had. Uh, they probably are also uh, a little tired because that's been a long session. But the excitement of learning all the things that they've learned during this session usually keeps them fairly energized. And during the session, when you take them as deep as they need to go to receive the information that they need to receive... Sometimes the uh, uh, the guides on the other side are not totally forthcoming with that information. Is that right? There, there are cases where someone is not ready to have this kind of an experience. Uh, I personally, in my practice, I've been practicing since 2011, have not experienced that with any of my clients. Okay. However, Dr. Newton did describe this. It does happen when that's the case. That person just needs perhaps a little bit more work until they're ready to have this kind of experience. 
Now, I, there's some things, because I've read both of the books, uh, 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 Journey of Souls and Destiny of Souls, there's a couple of things I want to uh, run by you just so that it's kind of a thumbnail sketch for our audience. First of all, okay. when we go to the other side, there is no judgment. Am I correct? That is absolutely correct. There is no judgment. It's a place of universal harmony, love, forgiveness, uh, peace. And everybody that is quote-unquote in charge is um, a very loving, giving um, soul who is interested in your well-being. That's absolutely right. And that our group that we are part of are is a group of souls either from 3 to 25 that are roughly in the same um, evolutionary pattern as we are so that their education level is about the same. And uh, so these are the folks that we are. It's like it's like having a, a third grade class or fourth grade class, right? Um, that is true to begin with. However, what we've discovered in subsequent sessions is that some people in the soul family may progress a little faster than others, and they may end up moving up faster than some of the others to another group for additional learning. And their energy becomes much more dense and therefore has more color than, than the younger souls. Is that uh, right? Yes, we don't work as much with color in our sessions anymore as Dr. Newton, you uh, initially did oh, okay. because we've uh, found that it's it's not as helpful to telling us the level of the soul as, as we initially thought it was. Oh, okay, okay. Well, the 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 work is always evolving, and you've and you've yes. and you've done fifty thousand of these uh, uh, hypnosis sessions. Yes, all over the world. Uh, currently, we have two hundred and ten. Newton Institute members, and they are located in 40 different countries across the world, and we provide life-between-life sessions in 24 different languages. Oh, wow. That's, a, that's yes, really cool. In 2015, cool. our research committee did a survey of our members, and we found that all of them are obtaining very similar results. They're all using the same method, and we're all obtaining very similar results. There are some variations, of course, because of cultural and um, location, geographic, and other differences. But basically, the content it remains very consistent. By the way, we're talking with Ann Clark. She is one of the authors of the book Wisdom of Souls, and it is a, a discussion. Well, as a matter of fact, let's talk to her real quick well we, i'll tell you what why don't we hold that for the break and when we come back from this break uh i want to talk to you about the wisdom of souls and why you wrote the book and what people can get from it we'll be right back after these messages and welcome back to martha norwalk's animal world i almost screwed up martha would kill me i almost said and welcome back to positive talk radio which is what i used to say all the time in any event uh, you're listening to KKNW 1150 AM, and this is Martha Norwalk's Animal World. I'm Kevin. Kathy is sitting over here, and we have a guest, and uh, her name is Anne, and she's on the line with us. And I, we don't have a great deal of time, so I want to get to her right away if we can. Um, and uh, let's talk about wisdom of souls. You, you tell us about how the book evolved and how you, how what 
how do you put it together? Well, Wisdom of Souls is about the soul's perspective regarding the common life problems that many of us face. And the way that I came up with this idea is I've been practicing life between life sessions since 2011. And one of the phenomena that I realized through doing this was that every single session included profound advice for people living their lives. Um, many of these pieces of advice were very helpful to me. And it occurred to me somewhere along the way that not everyone is going to be able to have a Life Between Life session. And many of the things we were dealing with were common life problems that we all face. So I thought if we could share some of the advice that we were receiving, that could be very helpful to many people who maybe would not have a chance to have a Life Between Life session. Uh, so I enlisted the assistance of my colleagues in the Newton Institute. There are 25 contributors to Wisdom of Souls. Uh, I have three co-authors, and all the cases came from practitioners who are currently practicing Life Between Life sessions. Uh, we have 62 cases included in the book, and they come from practitioners in eight different countries. And what we're doing is we're providing the wise information that was given to clients when they were asking about a problem they were having in their current lives. So this is wise advice that could apply not only to them, but to many of us having the same problems. For the first time in any Newton Institute book, we talk about facing a health crisis and what the wise advice for that is from the spiritual realm, from our helpers there. We also deal with what it's like to age and die in our current world. Uh, in addition, we have a chapter on anxiety and depression. Uh, we have chapters on romantic and other kinds of relationships. We have a chapter on family conflict. What is that meaning of, of those conflicts and what can we do? How can we learn and grow from these and help others? Uh, we have a chapter on balancing career and finances with family life. There's a chapter on addictions. There's oh. one on a brush with death where we talk about near-death experiences. And one of the cases in the book is about someone who experienced a terrorist attack. Oh. And um, we also talk about the, the process of dying. So the idea of this book is to share wise advice that's come from these sessions with people who are experiencing the same kinds of issues and problems in their own lives. And it's to give them a different perspective that can help them reduce their suffering with these issues and also learn and grow. And, and we find that this healing leads to contentment in life. Awesome. Um, and in the first hour, we had a gentleman on who has gone through the wars of addiction. 
And what does the other side say to us about an addictive personality? Why are they the way they are, if, the, if not all of us are? What's the, what, do, what do they say about that? I want to pass that along well, to him. First of all, let me explain that when we come to Earth, <clears throat> we have free will. And in the spirit world, it's, there's universal harmony, love, forgiveness, no judgment. But when we come to Earth, one of the reasons we come here is because it offers a lot of opportunities to learn. There is conflict, suffering, pain, uh, betrayal, all sorts of negative emotions here on Earth that we can experience. Some souls that come here and incarnate find life very difficult. And one of the ways that they try to uh, cope with or deal with these difficulties in their lives happens to be an escape through alcohol or, or drugs uh, or other escape mechanisms. So our souls and our guides um, are always trying to help us get beyond any problems that we have. And the strong message we get about addiction from sessions is that help is always available. And the thing for people who are caught up in addiction to do is to ask for help from their higher self and their guides in the spiritual realm. Um, They are able to create situations in our lives that we ourselves would not be able to come up with. And they also uh, suggest that it is not uh, necessary to give up, that help is available, they can get beyond this, they can obtain the help they need, and things can be better in their lives here on Earth in the future. You know, the the gentleman that we had in the first hour, he he did reference that, that he had... Several people, tell me if this rings true for people that you've put under hypnosis and had addiction issues, is that he had three or four people who would not, repeat, would not let him die. Yes. They were there and they were insistent. They came by every day. It was like they had a mission that they were going to take care of him. Could that have been set up ahead of time for him? Or it could have been set up ahead of time, or it could have been orchestrated by guides with the help. Uh, there's a part of our, even though we come to Earth, there's a part of our consciousness that stays in the spirit realm. And our guides, along with that part of our soul, are always working to help us in whatever situation we get into. And that very likely was set up and helped along by those spirit helpers. Yeah, because now he's he's on the path of of building his own clinic, and he's going to do a a a, a pet or a, a dog uh, um, uh, rescue. Is it's it everything is turning the way it's it's supposed to be, and the way his life was designed to be after he got done with the addiction part. So it all it all makes sense that that would yes. that that would be all working all together. And you find that another thing I will will mention is that this is a big part of my new book on great loss, and that is that our souls are always trying to help us stay on our life path and uh, address the goals that we set for this lifetime. 
so they're, they are always speaking to us through our dreams, through our thoughts, through our desires, our aspirations. And they can also speak to us through uh, other people, what they say to us, things that we serendipitously run into. Uh, there are a variety of ways that our souls and our guides can help lead us to what we came here to do. Now, in in uh, uh, conjunction with that, there are markers. At least in the in the books, the, the, the Journey of Souls, there are markers that we put out for ourselves during the course of our lives. And That's right. We have the free will to determine whether or not we are going to take up that particular marker or not depending yes. on the decision that we make, but then that can alter our reality, can't it? That's absolutely right. Right before we're born, we have a meeting that's kind of an orientation meeting, and we go over all the signs that we'll have that tell us we're on the right track, uh, the people that we're going to meet, how we'll recognize them, so on. But we do have free will, and we don't have to listen, and we might go off in another direction. Not only that, those souls that we recruited to play supporting roles in our life, they may not follow what they agreed to because they have free will too. So our reality might be different. And that is why we have help from our guides and wise being in the spiritual realm and that part of our soul that remains there to help us stay on track. Because it can get quite confusing if... Everybody's yes. making the wrong dang decision and nothing comes the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Or the way that you chose, the, the way that you wanted it to, I should say. Yes. So that's, that's Now, what, my new book is yes. called Great Loss. Talk about that. And in that, I, I address uh, the fact that when we become too involved in someone or something outside of ourselves, and start living our lives through them or that, uh, that we're way off our, our life path. And at that point, our souls will try various interventions to help us get back on track. And one of those interventions is to take away that thing we're focusing too strongly on. For example, if we have a romantic partner or a spouse that we're living their life, not ours. We may, we may lose that spouse. Or if we're putting too much effort into making money, let's say, we may lose that. Our souls attempt to get us back on what we came here to do. How do we know what we came here to do? Would somebody please just tell me? One of the ways is to come and get a life between life session. There are other ways. Um, really, our soul is always speaking to us. So if we meditate and if we make an effort, we perhaps can find out that way. Uh, we also can talk to mediums. Uh, we can. There are a number of, of ways we can do it. Uh, there are many books out there that talk about spiritual growth and how we get in touch with our inner self. But I would strongly recommend a life between life session. During that session, you can ask up to 25 questions that you have about your life or about the nature of reality or anything really. And 
you can find out about your life purpose. And you can also find out what situations that are giving you trouble in your life, uh, what the meaning of them is and what you're what you plan to learn from those situations. It's it really is a remarkable it's remarkable the work that you folks are doing because it is and you know what what really drew me to it was the fact that it's not all over the map. It's not like you're getting a uh, it's like the near death experience for the most part is that they are all follow similar patterns. They all follow the same thing. Like rather than it being all over the map and and being somebody's fantasy, it really does ring true for most of the people, if not all the people that go into a life between life session, right? Yes, yes. And let me say that I believe that we go to the same place during a near-death experience to our soul home that we do during a life-between-life session. But during a life-between-life session, we spend a lot longer there and can ask questions. And I want to say that some of the things that people who've had a session come away with are elimination of fear of death, a new perspective on their life's challenge, new insights into their current relationships, perhaps a changed view of the nature of reality, a transformation of beliefs and values, and a healing of interpersonal wounds. And many, not all, but many, are able to reconnect with departed loved ones. Because they meet us on the other side, don't they? Don't they? Yes. You know, my father, when he was on his deathbed, he, I, and I was there, I saw it, 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 he was, uh, he'd had a stroke, could not speak, but he could still raise his arm. And he, I, he raised his arm to the ceiling and said something unintelligible because he'd lost the ability to speak. But it, he was talking to somebody on the other side. Somebody was coming for him, correct? Yes, that's very likely. It was a, it was a most it was a most amazing experience that I I had ever and but because of and the, the, here's here's the thing because of the work that Mark, that Dr Newton did and that you are doing and the books that you are writing it gave me a reference to understand what was happening so that I could make so that I could be, I could believe what I could believe my eyes and what was happening and it was really yes. comforting the work you're doing is very comforting. Yes, uh, yes, it is very comforting. And I, I for one, really appreciate it because you've um, now you're writing the book "Great Loss." How 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 long before I get to read that one? That comes out in two twenty twenty. Um, uh, three years ago, I unexpectedly lost my only child, my daughter. I'm sorry. And through that process, even though I knew all about dying and about the spiritual realm, it did not really protect me from the the anguish of losing my only child. But once I got beyond the grieving, I started looking at this from the soul's perspective, and I learned a lot about loss, and that is what I write about in this new book. I see losing, I see losing my daughter as a course correction to my own life path. And I also see that all losses, whether they be loss of a loved one, 
loss of uh, career, loss of money, loss of place, loss of anything has a lot of commonality. And I believe it is an intervention on the part of our soul to get us back on track. That's amazing. That's amazing. We've been talking with Anne J. Clark. She's she's one of the co-authors of the book, Wisdom of Souls. There's a whole series starting with, uh, I would recommend, just, just me talking, but I would recommend you start with uh, Journey of Souls and then read Destiny of Souls, which is goes into a much more in-depth as to what happens on, on the on the other side between our lives, and then pick up Soul or, or Wisdom of Souls, which is right at, off the press. It uh, um, it came out uh, December eighth, and Anne, how how are sales? How are we doing out there? Doing great. Uh, it's the number one new release in several categories on Amazon, and uh, sales are doing very well. That is just awesome. So again, we've been talking with Anne J. Clark. We have to run, I'm afraid, but thank you so much for, for being on the show with me, and we're going to do the podcast, and we're going to do more work together, if that's all right with Wonderful. you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, and Happy New Year to both of you. Oh, thank and you. And all of your listeners. Thank you, Anne. Happy New Year to you, too, and hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.